Uh, hello, um, Miss, Mr. Simmons? What's that? Uh, oh, yes, come on in. Uh, the, the teacher wanted me to, to see you to talk about my problems. Noishi Ikamura, isn't it? That's right. Please come in, sit down. Yeah, um, I don't really know what I'm supposed to, to say, you know, I, I, well, I feel like I, I can I'm handle I'm the guidance myself. counselor, so I'm, I'm here to help you with whatever problems you're having at Osariaski Junior High. Okay, well, I, um, you know, I, I just feel a little left out, like, I, I don't have many friends, and, and none of the girls like me. I'm doing okay in classes, but, like, I don't know, I don't really have anything that's my thing. I, I hear what you're saying, this is a problem that many children go through. Let me ask you this, have you ever considered team sports? I'm not really, I'm not really that physically capable, I mean, I'm... I'm all scrawny. The kids all make fun of me for it. I totally hear what you're saying. But I think the answer to your problems is probably joining the basketball club. I've, I've never I've never played basketball before. Oh, it's a great sport. Muggsy Bogues, Patrick Ewing, Michael Jordan. Sure, they're, they're all, you know, famous players, but they've been training their whole lives. You know, I, I don't know if I could start now. And I'm not that tall. Maybe... The vicious arena of technique, brutality. Combined with the sweet science of basketball. Well, science, you know, maybe I could join a science team and make friends that way. Well, if you really want to make friends, I think what you really want to do is go and join the basketball club and make a name for yourself out there on the court. You wouldn't believe the way the audience gets riled up when you make a slam dunk. A slam dunk? That's right. That sounds really hard. Like, I don't know... Will this make the girls like me? Let me tell you something. There's nothing that a girl likes more than a tall, strapping young man in a number six jersey and nylon shorts. Okay. What about my grades? What should I do about them? Well, the, the best way to a clear mind is through an exercised body. I recommend joining the basketball club and just trying to, trying to work your... Work your stresses away. Get all that nervous energy out so you can study hard. Co- coach is that you? What? No, you clearly have me confused is with... Is that a fake mustache? Some other handsome man. Hmm? I have several mustaches. Uh, okay. Well, I guess I'll I guess I'll go try out for the basketball team. Great. And if anybody gives you any lip, just headbutt them. I like that. I like that a lot. Kind of, that kind of works. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's really good. Yeah, I, I like how you uh, kind of took my uh, took my direction to maybe go to the science club, and I just redirect you back to basketball. <laughs> right back to basketball. <laughs> and ball is yeah. life. Yeah, that's what I've been told. Ball is love. Zen in the art of playing basketball. If you think about it, um, life's like a hoop, and you're a ball. Or maybe you're the guy throwing the ball. Or maybe, just maybe, you're the hoop. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> I, either way, you're part of the. You're just happy to be there, coach. 
All right, uh, let's get started, Zane. Yep. Welcome, everybody. My name is Matt. And we're the Cartoncast, of which I, super genius Zane, am the best <laughs> podcaster ever, despite zero experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah, we're the Cartoncast. The slightest encouragement. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, he, he really takes any encouragement and just runs with it. Um, we review old cartoons to see what we think of them as adults. And today we are watching for our anime segment, the anime known as Slam Dunk. Yes, and uh, what a pleasant surprise this was. Yeah, so uh, Zane, tell us where this came from. Okay, so Slam Dunk ran uh, from 1993 to 1996 and was produced by TV Asai, uh, which also made Yu-Gi-Oh! and Toei mm -hmm. Animation, which made everything else. Cat Hat. Uh, yeah, uh, they have a good history of bringing a lot of... Uh, wide appeal kind of anime to the u.s they had a little bit harder time with this one i think um for reasons that we'll get into in, in generalities about sports anime yeah um so this uh did you watch the sub or the dub a dub was put out by animax i, I watched the dub what about you i watched the sub um okay I, I actually watched the first episode of each um yeah and i think i like the voicing of the sub a bit better one issue okay. one issue that we can talk about is I think both sub and dub translated things not perfectly. Um, dub seemed like it was doing pretty fine, but uh, I I wouldn't mind hearing about about how the translation. Well, they they, out. they they both missed idioms, but they missed different ones. Okay, so that was interesting to compare. Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, so this was this was based on the manga of the same name, which ran in Shonen Jump from 1990 to 1996, and was written by Takahiko Inoue. Um, yeah, so Shonen Jump is kind of a groundswell of all these different kind of Shonen uh, power fantasy uh, anime that um, yeah, or, or manga that turned into anime that uh, gained a lot of popularity in the in the U.S. Shonen, remember, is uh, sort of this. Uh, uh, Anime designed for young men um, has mm -hmm. a lot of power fantasy stuff. You know, Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, yeah, One Piece, uh, Naruto. I think we're both shown in Jump. Yeah, and uh, Bleach. And so, what this is is sort of your your standard hero's journey, um, just in different settings. And uh, uh, you know, they they do it yeah. to to varying degrees of success, but they all sort of follow the same formula. And and sports anime is kind of a subgenre of shonen. It's Most much more targeted and something that really cuts to the core of what do young men in their power fantasy age want to be? Mm -hmm. what, what do they emulate and what do they connect with? And uh, to that end, we should talk about the kind of genre conventions of the sports genre of anime. Uh, well, just uh, finishing up the production. Oh, sure. Um, like you said, this was this was actually one of the golden trio of Shonen Jump alongside Yu Yu Hakusho and Dragon Ball. So if we're talking oh, about, I, I I didn't I didn't realize. Yeah, that. if so if we're talking about uh, you know power fantasies and what young boys want, they apparently want to be uh, ninjas, ghost detectives, monkey ninjas from space who can slam dunk. <laughs> yeah, and basketball players. Um, Saying if they made an anime like that, would you watch it? Yes, in an instant. <laughs> would you watch it every day? Then that's just Space Jam. <laughs> that's all Space Jam was. <laughs> You're totally right. It's totally just Space Jam. That if you don't put in a couple Space Jam remixes in here, I'm going to be pretty upset. Wait, so I think what you're telling me is that Michael Jordan's version of turning Super Saiyan is to become a Stretch Armstrong. That's right. 
That's a special <laughs> ability. I mean, when you don't have the hair that it can articulate itself through, life finds a way. <laughs> it's like the X gene. <laughs> All right, so he's a mutant. Uh, yep, it's canon. But this was a very popular show. Uh, it was made into four movies and several video games and actually contributed to the increase in popular... Let me try that again. And it, no worries. And it actually contributed to uh, the popularity of basketball in Japan in the 90s. And it's, it doesn't and it's seem considered, like it would be still very... considered one of the best. It wouldn't. It doesn't strike me as a sport that would be hugely popular in Japan. Um, I don't want to be like. You will. I don't, not... don't want to be. I don't want to be racist or anything. You will not so be I'll... more racist than this show. I'm going to try to toe the line as best I can. <laughs> but uh, the the thing is, uh, I looked up actually some basketball facts, um, which I'm just going to pepper in throughout the show. Sure. And yep. Uh, and it turns out that the uh, kind of racial demographic of you know, pro basketball breaks down something like 80% uh, black guys, um, like 15 white guys, and I think only one for, for Asians. So I, I think that it's more surprising when you look at it on that scale, like where's the end game for basketball players? Uh-huh. Um, but they have a different culture for sports clubs in Japan where it's sort of an in end in and of itself. Yeah. And not so much building toward a scholarship. Yeah, it grows more out of the martial arts tradition. Not to not to stereotype, but a, lo- mm-hmm. a lot of um, you know sports and games grew out of that. Um, well, martial arts anime and sports anime are two you know kind of cousins of this subgenre of shonen. Yeah, they they follow very similar progressions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I I like that. I like viewing a sport as it's okay to just enjoy this for its own sake. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the sports anime, uh, sports genre of anime in general. Yeah. So the trick with a lot of these shows, um, and I, I, I don't know if you agree, but it's not necessarily all about the sport itself. It's, uh, well, it's using the sport as a way to tell a, a coming of age story. Yeah. And I think that might be, it's difficult because it's weird how it's, not found much of a foothold in the u.s until kind of recently yeah this seems um, like made for u.s audiences i was kind of struggling with this because it doesn't seem like sports anime took off in the u.s whereas they're, they've got a huge market in japan and i was trying to figure out how to marry that with my notion of sports culture being very central to a lot of you know it's it's pretty central in the united states right i think the difference is that your cartoon watching audience isn't your sports audience here. They're they're strictly, um, they're they're kind of separate, right? Oh, so it's it's targeting a different demographic than the other anime. Yeah, well, think about how it works in Japan, right? So sports anime, so in Japan, uh, it it might stem from there being a very structured nature in Japanese adolescence. And again, this is just from what kind of what I've seen. This is kind of hearsay, but. It seems like clubs are more or less the activities around which high schoolers revolve. Yes. Um, I'm citing things like different anime like uh, Kenichi World's Greatest Disciple, where there's like a bunch of judo and karate clubs. Uh, I Shield 21, which is a football anime. Basically, you know, the, the whole world revolves around football in that case. 
And even non-sports anime like Sailor Moon have characters doing like kendo or going mm-hmm. to cram school. Like it's all very club focused. And I can understand, uh, you know, adults trying to encourage that because immediately prior to that culture, there was a large delinquent culture, as we saw in uh, Cromarty High School. <laughs> as we saw in, yeah, and it's also there's like a delinquent fascination um, that is apparent through anime as well. You have like Yu Yu Hakusho, and frankly the main character of slam dunk like there's a yeah. there's kind of this 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 tough guy streetwise punk kind of lifestyle that's also built into it yeah there's a real uh, like channeling that energy of someone who is naturally gifted maybe because they're a fighter into something more constructive yeah so uh, that and that that gets back into like what what i really like about the um the structure of a sports anime mm-hmm which I'll talk about in just a second, but uh, I, I did want to ask you if you felt a similar way about it, like um, that although there's both a, a market for sports and a market for cartoons in the United States, it, they're not really the same market, where in Japan they kind of are. I'm struggling to think of a single sports anime that was like on Toonami or that like is marketed The closest here. you get is Zoids. <laughs> So it is a very special case. That's <laughs> a very special sport. Like, think about, like, Beyblade. I don't even know what that is. The, like, the spinning battle box? spinning top thing. Like, yeah. that's as close as it came, right? Because, like, I look at these and I'm like, yes, this follows the same, like, dramatic scheme of those other shonen anime. Why isn't, why wasn't this on, you know, the... What was the morning anime you, program? You you got to think about your demographic, though, Zane. If you're in high school, if you're in junior high, and you're watching anime, you are a nerd, you are a geek, you are not one of the cool kids. And it doesn't have that separation in And so you Japan. hate the cool kids, the cool kids who all play sports. Uh, I don't know. When I when I taught um, at, at a high school, mm-hmm. like, everybody knew anime. I think maybe it's turning a corner, but I uh, definitely when we were kids, it was it was definitely more of a nerd thing. I think it's way yeah. more mainstream now. That may be it, and I think that's probably just kind of a. I think that's kind of bursting out of the internet, just making everything a little bit more approachable. Mm-hmm. So, but I think historically speaking, your cartoon watchers were not. Had like kind of this negative association with sports. Well, Ben, maybe when, because they weren't good at sports. When when was anime on in the afternoons? When were kids doing sports <laughs> in the afternoons? Maybe, maybe there's something to it. Yeah, but for whatever reason, uh, these are very popular in Japan, and no, they they are very popular in Japan, uh, and not so much here, at least until kind of recently. Maybe I think that they're kind of getting more groundswell. Mm-hmm. Um, as as those markets kind of start to mix, but it, it it is certainly strange because it doesn't follow like they did in Japan, and then America's like, oh, that's a pretty cool thing. We should take it. Sure, that happens for you know Sinan or harem genre or mech genre. Sports anime is kind of weirder. Like there was a a big resistance to it. It seemed like. And I do think that it's because their market was uh, biased against sports culture. Also, like, a lot of anime that comes to the U.S. has a targeted demographic. You know, um, 
you're you're aiming a mech anime at someone at someone specific sports is Mm -hmm. sports is broad enough that you know you won't have rabid fans for it well that's kind of the genius of the sports genre as well is because it's each one is a different sport they can be kind of within that broad scope also very uniquely targeted Mm -hmm. so if you're like i kind of like slam dunk but it was hard to relate to just go to a different sports anime, the one that you actually like playing. Well, go to Prince I, mean, Tennis. I mean, you you watched uh, Hajime no Ippo, you know, a bunch of that. W- I did. And you're into boxing. But if you weren't into boxing, don't you think you'd still enjoy it? Like, I enjoyed it. Oh, Zane, you're, you're, Zane, you're, you're, you're mixing up cause and effect there. I went boxing because I watched <laughs> Hajime no Ippo. Oh. That is what happened. Well, I guess we're about to, you know, do a pickup game. Get some one-on-one going. <laughs> All right, let's go. Um, be the point guard is that a thing so here's the other thing neither of us know things about basketball yeah zane do you like basketball i do now yeah (laughs) you were pretty into this i was way into this i might keep watching yeah i kind of got that impression um we'll we'll talk about specifics there but like i was surprised by how much i enjoyed it Mm -hmm. for for a while anyway i mean there's a reason it's so highly regarded Mm-hmm. Which is, I'm glad that I picked this one. Yeah. So, to talk about the way a sports genre kind of story progresses, what you have is a protagonist whom is likable and is uniquely well-suited to a sport that he is entirely new at. Yes, yeah, so for whatever Generally reason. through happenstance, right? Like, something that is not sport-like gives him the ability to be good at sports well so here's the thing apparently before slam dunk um the trend was to have uh characters be automatically really good at it mm-hmm. but with slam dunk you know he, i think that's how the way that like martial anime he, martial arts anime starts out well, like has, Kinshiro's already a boss right uh but that was you know again that's the 80s here there's sort of a turning point where you know the character has some advantages determination height you know jumping ability energy but Mm -hmm. he still has to learn the hard way all the skills and you get to see that progression and that's i think that's what people are looking at in the shonen genre today Um, i would say that they may be the sports genre of anime is the easiest to empathize with the main character like it, yeah. i know there's kind of a broad sweeping statement but you have that character progression you have that um you have that initial complete ignorance of the sport mm-hmm. like it's 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 fun to watch them grow yeah no and that's i mean that's that's what's great about these today you know um this is this is why dragon ball is better than dragon ball z in dragon ball z all the characters are already super powered it didn't start out that way. It started out okay. Yeah. Like, it very quickly turned into god mode 24-7. Yeah, like, once they started floating pebbles, like, <laughs> by powering up, and I'm just like, oh, shit, that's pretty insane. That like, is... Defying the laws of gravity. And then, like, two years later, they're still floating pebbles to show power. I'm like, ah, we, we kind of topped off early. That is the other commonality between sports anime and those uh, more super-powered, uh, fantastical-focused ones. It is that... Um, drama and emphasizing you know specific actions really drags out the content of an episode um Mm -hmm. i i you know i started with some of the earlier episodes and then i jumped into the middle to see you know hey how has this progressed uh i started at toward the beginning of a basketball game 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm six episodes through it, and they're still in the same game. I, I actually went through that whole game, and I kind of got sick of the pace. Yeah, like, I think there's a pacing issue in this in this show. It was pretty but, rough. Uh, but it's uh, there's there's also a lot of good stuff about it. So uh, let's move on. Okay. I think. Yeah. So in this show, we uh, we follow, as we said, the protagonist who's naturally good. Uh, this is Hanamichi Sakuragi, uh, and he is this red-haired, very impulsive sort of delinquent who is going into high school. You know, he hates basketball, and, and he likes girls, but he keeps getting dumped. And he only gets interested in basketball as a way to impress the first girl who has not immediately rejected him. Yeah, which is... I, I, I kind of thought that that's pretty cute. Yeah. Like, and, it, and it's it totally his one-sided. ignorance in the sport. It's the sort of one-sided, like, can't read the signals thing of high school. Um, mm-hmm. But it is cute here because, you know, she does encourage him. I don't think the affection is entirely unwanted. Um, he, they, they're, no, they're just sort of pointed in different directions. Yeah, she, 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 she likes him as a person. She likes him as a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's enough to make him extremely single-minded in his devotion toward this goal of becoming a basketball genius. <laughs> I, love the, I love that phrase. <laughs> this is so weird. Genius is, is another one of those words that has just a very different connotation in Japan. Yeah. Right. I, like, I think that's like a translation issue. Yeah. Like, it doesn't precisely mean genius. It's more like uh, savant. Yeah, or just someone who's really good at something. Um, yeah. You know, you saw this in, um, remember the game Terranigma? It's all about finding geniuses who are just really good at something to move the world forward. Right, that's right. And even Hajime no Ippo, they call like uh, the main rival to Ippo, uh, Miata, they call him a boxing genius. Yeah, it's kind of like the Napoleon of crime. It's like a genius yeah. of basketball. <laughs> it's, got, oh, it's got the same cadence. I love that. Yeah, I, I like it though. And, and like there's something about him, he's so boisterous and kind of goofy on his face that him saying basketball genius is another level of special oh <laughs> uh, yeah um so uh it, what, what we like about him like i think it's important and especially so in this kind of shonen setting that we want to like our main protagonist and what makes hanamichi very likable is that he he's got a healthy disrespect of authority that goes along with um his you know, his ability to put his heart into anything that he does. Like, he's got passion, and he doesn't want to be slowed down by rules in his pursuit of that passion. So what I like about him is, like, he's stubborn and gets himself into trouble, but he's also a sensitive goofball. And so these nice two He's incredibly sensitive. (laughs) Like, he keeps digging himself into trouble, realizing he needs to step up. He steps up. Like, you keep watching him learn his lesson, but it's believable that he's still growing. They're just like like they're playing on all the, all the beats of a growth thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. He um, like I wouldn't know what to make of this character if I wasn't used to like Kuwabara because that's the same yeah. mixture. Well, he's got a he's got a weird variation of bad boy appeal. Like we as a protagonist in this shonen setting in this sports anime, we need someone who's strong and moral and not also a boy scout which is kind of a weird mix Mm -hmm. right 
Yeah, um, like he can put his mind to things. He's got this weird bad boy appeal that's kind of like Yusuke Urameshi from Yu Yu Hakusho. Or, uh, and you probably haven't watched this yet, but um, in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, in the third season, there's this high school delinquent character called Jotaro Joestar. Because mm-hmm. they're all named JoJo. <laughs> and <it>. he's, uh, <laughs> he's kind of similar. Yeah, this this bad boy becomes good because now he has something to fight for. Um, yeah, which I really like as a... It makes the, like It, it makes says the something about the sports. It makes the hero's journey immediately apparent from the outset so that you know what you're rooting for the whole time. And it's also like something that you join sports in order... Like what your parents make you join sports in order to do, like join... You join to like get, get the sense of camaraderie and like devote... Like dedication. This is great. Like... Because he's he personally is such a terrible person to be around. He's actually like pretty. He's he's an asshole. He's, he's kind absolutely of. obnoxious. Um, yeah. But like we had this kind of kid at the high school I taught at. You know, I, I would see them come and go all the time. The ones that went into sports and finally had something to focus on and get their energy out on, like mm. transformational. Yeah. Like this works in real life. Yeah, like just give them something to care about, give them something to like it the the trick is for. making them swallow that medicine. Yeah. Um and it and here we we do it by appealing to his libido. Um <laughs> although it's really more like puppy love than libido. It's <laughs> like it, we're not watching Golden Boy here. Like he he's 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 a dog chasing the car. Like he doesn't know what he's supposed to do. He just knows that he wants this. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't have, like, romance fantasies. He's just like, oh, she thinks I'm cool. <laughs> and you root for him because, like, you want him to do well. You want him to overcome himself because he's he's his own worst enemy. Every time. Like, more so than, I think, any other sports anime that I've seen. Yeah. Which is, which is actually very frustrating to me because, like, you can see what he needs to do and he's just unwilling to do it. Yeah, he's like, okay, we, we need to work hard. We need to get together and win this game we're so close and he's like i need to get more points i gotta do a slam dunk now <laughs> i need to keep doing <laughs> slam dunks i can feel it in my bones <laughs> and you know this is the thing as the series progresses he becomes uh, the rebound king yeah and the rebound in basketball is a critical role but yeah. it's not the one that gets the points no no it's not the it's not the showy one and he goes into it with like delusions of becoming like this king of slam dunks yeah and i i read up on the anime like what happens eventually oh he i have a very competent player but never the all-star player that he thinks he's going to be that and that's great yeah um what more could you want and we don't we don't want to see him being you know the best basketball player ever he's kind of a schmuck like <laughs> we just want him to be like better than he was and i think and that's a version of what had been you know, that sort of MVP mentality of former sports animes. I think that's one of the reasons mm-hmm. that this was successful. Um, Maybe. It certainly adds to his character. Like, we don't want you to win, but we want you to help and learn your lesson. Right, yeah. We, we want you to be a bit better. Yeah. Be better for the and, team. And unfortunately, I found that that was a really slow boil. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted him to kind of catch on a little bit quicker than he did. Like, he's constantly in fighting with that with his Rukawa. with uh with yeah with uh with his imagined romantic rival <laughs> who just doesn't care about him yeah <laughs> he just yeah but 
I, I you, do... you know, he, he's pretty good. He, he became obnoxious later on, though. Like, I got tired of him constantly Sabotaging fumbling. himself. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty rough. What I've been I, saying exactly way too much. What I like about it, though, mm. is that the focus changes. So early on, it's kind of still endearing. Um, yeah. And the focus is mostly on him and, like, you know, his gang. Yeah, and it, he, like, the focus early on paints him as this kind of lovable goofball. Yeah. Who's just a little bit too violent. Like, he picks fights early and often to compensate for his bad luck at love. But So it doesn't really go against him until he has something that it can break. So once he has this basketball thing, his constant fighting attitude is actually harmful. But here's like, the he didn't thing. have anything to lose before. Right. No, like, he... Once he becomes part of a team and kind of gets out of his own way, like you said, he doesn't become the star, but he becomes a good team player. And this is what I like because the focus of the show itself shifts. So in the mm. early episodes, it's all Hanamichi all the time. Um, <laughs> but in the in those middle episodes, like you can go five minutes without even seeing him. And it's like this grudge match between these two players who played years ago. It can be like oh, we need to analyze the team's defense. Like, it becomes much more of an ensemble thing, and that's when it works. That's, okay, so Hanamichi is fine. He's funny, he's entertaining, even if he's a bit much at times. I show up for the action scenes. I show up for the sports kind of drama. And that's why the slow pace kind of kills it, because, like, they spend so much time talking and rehashing what just happened, or, like, going around to reaction shots if uh, i don't know about rehashing but like they do you could do a cut up of this that'd be faster and better yeah we need like a like a fillerless kind of uh (laughs) i mean like it's just it's just a little bit slow yeah and i i wanted to see more i wanted to see him learning more techniques faster like i wanted him to see like in hajime no ipo just be and i'm only using this example because it's It's the one i know best yeah this is one of the hajime no ipo is one of the best examples of what a sports anime does yeah and it's the reason why i didn't want to go into it talking about i didn't want to review that one instead yeah i wanted something that i didn't know Mm -hmm. that anime does it incredibly well paced where he learns a thing and then he puts it into practice and then he learns a thing and then puts it into practice over and over again with this rhythm where you're constantly see him getting better and sometimes they go back and they're like the reason that he can do this incredibly high-level technique is because the basics are so good. Yeah, he mastered those. He mastered those, and now he can move on. Yeah. So, it, uh, and it just doesn't happen here because they can't, they just don't move far enough. <laughs> well, also, you know, the fact that it's a team sport, you, like, even if well, you yeah. wanted to, you can't focus on a single guy too much. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the other characters. Yeah. Um, so we mentioned uh, his love interest, Haruko. Yeah, Haruka, Haruko, Haruko, Haruko. Okay, um, yeah, she and she's clearly just a mechanism to get Hanamichi to start playing basketball. She cheers him on, but she's interested in Rukawa and just like, I don't know. She's just, mm, it doesn't quite pass the Bechdel test, but it's more <laughs> than I thought I would get. Yeah, like this is kind of the Achilles heel of a lot of sports animes that women are portrayed very unfairly. Mm-hmm. Because we're we're looking at a male sport, generally. Yeah. So women who are around are either their caretakers or their fans. And that's like, hmm, 
it's not great. And she, like, she's interesting, like, in the sense that she's not always just trying to, like, oh, my God, this guy is so dreamy, I have to get with him. Instead, she's trying to connect these guys who otherwise, you know, chafe against each other. There's big personality clashes, and she's trying to to say, like, if you let your guard down and stop being an asshole for a second, you will like each other. Yeah, but she she did. I wish she was a little bit more assertive about it. I guess. Yeah, like she, she's she's very coddling. She's very um, nurturing, and that's just uh, Hanamichi does kind of doesn't react to that. She, like doesn't get beyond. Oh, she's paying attention to me. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't get the nuance, and so it's also lost on us. She fills in those holes in the action, but I would be happier if you just got rid of the holes. Yeah, I think I like that she's here, and I would just be—it would be better if she went a little bit farther. I think— Like, I would like it if maybe she was also playing basketball for the women's side, and sometimes yeah. we watch him watching her. Yeah, or if she was combined with that manager character, who, like— I like the manager character a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, who, who like, trains him on the basics, and you get a sense that— um, like someone who's actually invested in him growing as a basketball player rather than uh Haruko who just she's interested in the fact that he's playing. Yeah, she's she's just enamored with the sport mm-hmm. and entertained by the guy and just Haruko's Haruko's uh, method of uh approaching her interests is just to combine them. Yeah, yeah. She she just wants everything in the same spot and all related to basketball. <laughs> and as the show progresses from character focus to action focus, she mm. becomes less useful and less critical. So I would she rather fades just to the back. Yeah, I would rather her fade more. Yeah. Uh continuing to the, the other characters, we have the uh main main romantic rival, I guess. Yeah. Uh Kaede Rukawa, is that his name? Uh, was it Rukawa or Ruwata? I, I wrote it down. Rukawa, I think. Okay. Kaede. I always called him Kaede because I think that's what they did in the dub. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah, names but, are, uh, names are going to be a little tricky because there's a lot of them, but they don't use their names a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and he's kind of... So we, you generally have this in a sports anime, right? You have the kind of ace. You have the... Uh, the rival. The rival who's like really proficient and really good at everything but maybe boring well you don't see the training that he does you see the training of the main character and you see how much work he's put in and so when you look at this other guy who's just good Mm -hmm. um and you don't see the work that that character put in you automatically hate him that's true um yeah that's that's a good point because like, like, like you don't want to see effective. the same training montage for two different guys in a row, right? Well, he's an effective rival because it gets to have them kind of work against each other. Kind of pushes them both forward. One of them kind of wants to show the other one up. The other one. So Hanamichi looks at looks to him as this person that he has to do better than. And my main problem with the show is that he can't learn from him, which yeah. would be which I think that is how other things happen. Yeah, like kind uh, of coming to terms with like shoring up each other's weaknesses. Sure, because like, really. We we need this kind of foil to Hanamichi's innocence at the sport. We mm-hmm. need somebody who knows their shit. He's almost jaded. He yeah. is jaded. His so, like, his, fa- his favorite hobby is sleeping. Yeah, he's so personalityless. <laughs> he's like too cool. But the thing about yeah. him is like, Ayede is not necessarily a better basketball player, but he doesn't get in his own way. I think he is objectively much better basketball player. Um. 
at least definitely early on i i watched like 15 episodes actually because i was pretty into this yeah me too um so i i think he's i think he's supposed to be the really good kind of all-star of their team well in in those middle episodes in that middle arc i mentioned um you know they keep on saying like uh uh, hanamichi and this other guy uh matsui they're the critical people in this game and ayede isn't really paid much attention to other than that like he's the object of hanamichi's ire yeah i guess so but i mean that's that just kind of reinforces the point that he's just part of the game oh like he's good he doesn't have his own story about him yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You, you 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 don't have to worry about him. He's part of the game. He's not really part of his own story. And that's weird because it's a team game and he's an important figure from the onset, but he never really gets that he never really gets that full fleshing out. Yeah, I I, I wasn't crazy about this character. Um I like what he brings out in Hanamichi. Mm-hmm. Even though the way Hanamichi reacts to him is pretty insufferable. <laughs> But he's okay. I like much better um, Haruko's older brother, who is the captain of the team. Yeah. So this is uh, Takanori Akagi. Takanori. Yep. Captain. Um, very talented. Very good leader. I I, I yep. like that he like keeps giving Hanamichi a chance, but also goes tough <laughs> on him. Yeah, and that that's kind of what he needs. That's what Hanamichi needs. That he he kind of needs the, the structure. Tough love. And, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so. I thought I, I like him a lot because he's very he's very talented and if we want somebody to tell us what Hanamichi actually needs to do, he's the one to do it. Like he's the one we trust. Yeah, like he sees the potential there, but also keeps his ego in check. Like he's he, he's a really good character. He's everything that Hanamichi needs, and even though like he's a little bland, like he's not as bad as Ayede, but uh, you know b- basketball is his life. Yeah, but it just comes through a lot better because he's he's much higher energy. That's true. I think that's I think that's the I think that's the way of it. I I think with this character we do have to talk about racism in anime. Sure, uh, I, I'm not entirely sure where you're going with it, but uh, I'm willing to come along. So, uh, you know, it it's a game about ba- basketball, and as you said, like oh, eight, I, I yeah, eighty percent of basketball players in the U.S. are like are, are black, right? So, you know, you look at the cast here and it's like a couple of Asian guys and then a couple of white guys and then just this guy who is black <laughs> and very big and, you know, they call him a gorilla. Like, okay, this is so not is okay. He, is he actually black? <laughs> he he looks black. And, and because... I've looked online, he's kind of held up as like, like, this is how black people are... Tre- like, he's not as bad as some of the other racial caricatures in other animes, but he's clearly supposed to be a stereotypical black guy. I think that is, that is true, even though I don't think that he's supposed to be... I don't think he is actually black because in the, his sister in this show. That's as much as I could get. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a... I wasn't sure about that. I, I think that he's not black, but he is portrayed as a black guy. <laughs> yes. Which is which is a weird thing to say, but I think it's the case. Um, and just... And just, he, uh, he's portrayed... A, he's called a gorilla constantly. They, they throw bananas very, at him, which da- yep. David just told me, like... Uh, that like happens, <laughs> like Wait, a guy, re- a guy, uh, like throwing bananas on the court at a player. Like that happened recently, and the guy who did it was like removed from the stadium for life. Good, yeah. <laughs> but like that's a that's a thing, and I just want to talk about it. Like 
in general, so, you know, Japan had a very homogeneous population until like 50 years ago. Mm. And a lot of cultural exchange has been through media and our pop culture specifically. Ah, uh, yeah. So they, they maybe caught the gollywog kind of yeah. uh, aesthetic. So and, uh, uh, from what I could find, like their racism is partly due to the fact that black people are portrayed in a certain way in our media. But they don't have the we don't talk about that attitude that we have in the U.S. Well, there's there's probably less pushback considering the demographic. Right. And so, you know, like I, the AC, I don't even know what the ACLU would look like in Japan. I don't I don't think it's intended to be, you know, mean spirited or discriminatory. But you see this enough in anime that it I felt the need to call it out. I, I think that you're right. Um, if you look at Dragon Ball Z, uh yeah, um, probably the worst example. You, you have Mr. Popo, who is just kind of this this pink and any looking weirdo, and uh, <laughs> it's it, it's pretty it's pretty upsetting. You know the the entirely black skin, the big pink lips. It's uh it's pretty not good. Mm-hmm. And I, I I haven't seen it in a lot of recent animes, so I think this has mostly been like like they've had a talking to about it. Yeah, but it was it's definitely not just in this one. Um, no. and, and given that it is a basketball anime, I would have expected either, either a lot more black people just because that's how the demographics of the game work or a lot more Asian people because it is in Japan. So that was surprising. I mean, uh, I don't know if it's intentional. I don't know what to think about it. I just recall was a again surprised. that this was based on a manga and was made in Japan. Um, yeah. it makes less sense for there to be a lot of black characters in those, in that medium, right? Like uh, just demographic wise, you're not really appealing to your market. But that's what I'm saying. You'd also black ex- you'd also expect there to be a lot fewer white guys. I I, I kind of thought of them as all being Japanese. Is that not the case? I got the sense that like it was fifty fifty. Like they, I think they do draw them differently enough to to um, you know get the idea of what race they're supposed to be from it. Mm, I I never got really that impression. Like he clearly is uh is kind of standing out as this one example that that's pretty hard to like this is obviously supposed to be a black person even if it's not uh-huh. um everyone else i think you can give it the benefit of the doubt all right but uh y- y- your, your your criticism is with merit <laughs> there is, um, there's definitely some garbage going cer- on <laughs> certainly if that's what they were going for they could have done it differently um certainly I, I would not have passed muster today <laughs> i am kind of enamored by how like innocent of that hanamichi is yes just because it's so blatant yeah like he doesn't and, and because he doesn't know he's there's clearly anything in the wrong it. for egging him on like this like, like if um, he was encouraged to throw bananas at him then that'd be one thing but he's like he's constantly like offering him bananas as tribute and yeah. is like beat up for it which is like oh no, no that's the appropriate response so there. um you know back a long time ago when we went to sleepaway camp um you know, I don't think this is is uh, inappropriate for me to say. I knew a guy whose last name was Dushy, and um, all the kids called him douchebag. I didn't know that was an insult. I just thought it was a funny word, so I was like, "Yeah, douchebag, douche." Like I would say it constantly to him, <laughs> and I just did not realize that there was a problem there. <laughs> oh man, that's rough. <laughs> so I think that's sort of the similar. Did, did did you catch on then or much later? Late, oh, years. <laughs> oh man, Dang, did you did that keep you awake at night? I bet it did. 
you know, I, I think about it occasionally. I, 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 I give myself a Hanamichi like kind of sensitivity to things that I've done in the past. <laughs> you know, like when you see somebody this confident and this wrong, you have to like introspect a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what have I done? Am I, am I Hanamichi? <laughs> then we're Do I just all not Hanamichi. Know? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. It's it's weird having the protagonist kind of be the uh, like the least good character in our cast. So, uh, you know, Chrissy was actually she watched a few episodes and she thought that he's not actually the protagonist. No, he is. <laughs> I mean, he's he's certainly the main focus. But, he's the main character. But like, who, who do you think is the protagonist? So freak. I think it changes, but we get such a frequent shift from his perspective. So, like, um, his friend Yohoi and uh, and his gang. I love his gang. I, his gang is great, but like I love <laughs> they get an outside. They we look from you know their leader's perspective specifically. I think his name is Yohoi. I think it's sort of like a Sherlock Watson kind of thing. Like Sherlock Holmes is clearly the main character, but Doctor mm. Watson is technically the protagonist. Like I think, oh, like Frodo and Sam. Maybe? Han, yeah, Hanamichi is trying to be the main character of someone else's anime, and because it's a team anime, you know he does end up getting the most screen time. But by the end, it's certainly more of a team team thing. And that's why he never achieves that, that stardom. There are moments where it feels like there's a, a lot of character building that's going on kind of beneath his notice. Um, and that's, that's really cool. That any character building that occurs with a different character is beneath his notice. <laughs> no, no, like uh, just like while we're not focusing on him, there's like uh-huh. uh, we, we kind of forget that he's there and other stuff is happening. Like you said, with the gang leader. Uh, like the the gang sub leader, I guess. Yeah, let's talk about this gang. <laughs> uh, uh, briefly, I don't think there's that much to say. There's not, but I do like that. Like copy paste to Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> They're also their own basketball team. Oh yeah, there's, there's five, five of them. them. Yeah. Huh. Oh, here's another basketball fact. Uh, basketball is played with five people. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Fun fact. I like doing this. You may not have known. <laughs> I, I, I gotta start doing that, the, the facts again. <laughs> the more you know. Hey, you need to breathe air. <laughs> oh, man. What did you think mm. of those um, in the middle of the episode? Like, kind of... What the shit was going on with those middle of the episode? <laughs> like, poorly... Commercial. Hi, guys. The first part of Slum Dunk was fun, wasn't it? Basketball's great. Let's play it together. Thanks for waiting. The second part of Slam Dunk will start in a minute. Let's get together in front of TV. Like poorly, in, poor in English translation of like, hey, yeah, everyone, okay. enjoy basketball. It's good to be with your brothers. <laughs> <laughs> let us go play with, let, let us go sit in front of basketball for TV or something like that. Like it, this was, it was pretty crazy. It, it, it dragged on me after a while. I'm like, I have to sit through this again. <laughs> I, I did eventually skip past it, but I was amazed. <laughs> I was enthralled the first like five or so times I was watching. I was like, is this actually real? Is this happening? It makes me think that when they do a dub or um, or, or like translate or, or push stuff into international markets, they don't actually have a native English speaker go through for quality assurance. Maybe, oh yeah, like it was done out of house or something. I've never quite understood why in some anime, like they do translate random words into English. So like they'll say defense. There's a, I think that's um, maybe, there, there's, a, there's some, I don't know what it's called, but they do this a lot with uh, 
Oh, wait, the opening, uh, opening music, uh, oh, what is it called? Opening theme oh, Like, songs? opening tracks? Yeah, where they have, like, a few words like, in English. Mm-hmm. Like, they do it in, like, uh, Dark Than Black and, uh, Durarara. Hunter x Hunter. Yeah. Have you ever watched that? What? Hunter x Hunter. Oh, we're, <laughs> that's why I didn't get to this, uh, <laughs> until, like, oh, a yeah. couple days ago, because, honestly, the dramatic arc is the exact same in this show and that show. Um, but yeah, we're, we're most of the way through season four now. The aesthetic, man. I just... It's super I, good. I hate his hair so much. Oh, Ben. <laughs> I, don't know what to, I don't know what to do. I can't get past the hair. Give it another shot. I'll try to give it another shot. I tried for an episode. And I'm just like, I can't do it. And thankfully, I did that. Um, so I went onto another site to look up anime I hadn't watched and realized that I hadn't watched Helsing yet. Yeah, tell and me about Helsing's, this, because you posted Helsing's something. Helsing's really good. What, what is Helsing, exactly? It's, uh... uh it's, it's, sorry, sorry, guys. Like, <laughs> Side, like sidebar, the Helsing? Helsing? really quick. So, uh, Helsing is this kind of reimagining of vampire lore um, mm. in this sort of new, kind of like a modern horror, like, or modern noir horror setting, wherein... Uh, this organization, the Helsing organization, is founded by one of Van Helsing's offspring and is sort of this counter-vampire contingency, huh. sort of like a men in black for vampires. And uh, they have on it one kind of badass rem resident uh, all-star vampire who's actually on their side, Alucard. It's a very good show. Um, <laughs> and I'll leave it at that for now. Um, but... Look, let's just listen to the opening track. It's like a cowboy bebop thing. It's so cool. It does sound good. Um, I have a slight diversion, you know, tangential to that. <laughs> sure. Um, did I did I mention Twilight? The book, have I mentioned on cast before uh, the book um, Dracula versus Hitler? I don't think so, but it sounds like something that you would like. Uh, it's great. It's, okay. It's basically like, you know, Hitler is happening. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very good. And uh, the descendant, or, or like Van Helsing as a very old man, um, had, is like the only way to stop this monster is with another monster, the one that I sealed up years ago. And he and like the descendants of his uh, of his partners go to go to like recruit Dracula. That's just the Godzilla contingency, isn't it? It's it's actually really well written, and it's done as if it's like a secret file of a true story. Huh. Oh, I, I love it when things are written like as like uh, redacted documents that come to light, like and, and a we get to see... like uh, like the Germanic scriptures from uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, that shit's great. I and we get to see like Hitler's diary, and he keeps referring to himself as Herr Wolf, and I kept wanting him to be a werewolf. That's pretty cool. I wanted it. <laughs> like I hesitate to say props to Hitler, but no. Um... <laughs> All right, let's let, let's get back to the slam dunk. Yeah. Um, so let's go into the tone. Yeah. Uh, it's occasionally sillier than I'd care for. Mm. Like I think it I think it veers a little bit too much into comedy. Like it's a sports anime. It it's going to be about progression of the self and talking about the sport and kind of this. You know how certain martial arts animes is kind of like this point by point technical. Um, Almost like this technical chess game. Yeah, yeah. Block, then haymaker, then dodge. Yeah, and and you can see there. You you slow everything down so you get kind of the psychology of what's happening, mm -hmm. which is something that I always find pretty 
pretty engaging. Yeah, the and it just strategic happens. level thinking of something you're not used to, like, even understanding the basics of. Yeah, and I think that's what makes a lot of sports anime work for me. Is like, so something happens on the court, Hanamichi tries something fucking crazy, and the coach on the other side is like, I would never have thought of that. That is, <laughs> is he a genius or a fool? I don't even, I can't keep up with it. Yeah, like, that's kind of great. And goes through like the motions of like, this is what basketball normally is. This is why you do this thing. He's doing something else. How do I counter that? Mm-hmm. That's always a really engaging structure to me. Yes. And it, it just, it's a little too silly at times. It falls down when he digresses and is like, did you all see that? I'm going to talk about it for a little bit. Uh, I mean, that's just his personality. I can forgive. I it's when they go away from the basketball that I can't. Well, that's the thing. I think it it creates this diversion, and then you have to get back into the action, and that's what slows it down. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it uh, So, like, maybe they'll be playing basketball, and all of a sudden he'll run across the court to uh, shake the opposing coach for being... Uh, for putting like a character that he didn't like in the game or something like it's it's so fucking egotistical the way he well <laughs> the way he handles. Do you is this show in your opinion is this show about basketball or does it use basketball as a vehicle to be a, a, a show about growth? I think it's about comedy. I think this is mostly <laughs> a comedy show. <laughs> uh, like uh, to be totally honest, I think this is mostly a comedy show. Uh, I I don't think it was as prominent mm. uh, or dominant it, it, uh, to me the early Shamanent. episodes maybe shamalaminant <laughs> the middle episodes i feel like the action was definitely the focus and that's the comedy true. was such a diversion yeah that that i think maybe that's why it stuck out to me mm-hmm. like i just wanted more uh, this is so weird to say I just wanted to watch more basketball. <laughs> yeah, because it's done really well. Like, the stylization is is very competent. Oh, to dip into animation for a little bit, when someone, like, makes a pass and you see, like, those, like, light lines following the basketball as it goes through someone's grip. Yeah. It's so cool. That's great. Like, they know what they're doing when they're animating basketball. But when they're not animating basketball... It's a different it looks, show. It looks like it's a different show. And it's one that I think is less special. Yeah. Or at least less approachable for me particularly. It it's not well suited because Hanamichi's the only one in that show. It, and you know, it goes beyond just my enjoyment of it. Like the the pacing problem where it's there's so much comedy roots is that it doesn't really let him grow. Like we we only learn of him improving at a glance. The focus is very rarely about his improvement. Like we learn about it over time. Mm-hmm. But you know, we don't have kind of like the nuances of dribbling being explained to him and having him get better at it. We're just, he's going to practice dribbling for a while, and then later on, oh, he's mastered dribbling. Yeah. Well, can can you give me a little bit more? <laughs> like, I kind of want to know what's difficult about this. Like, how does a basketball player come to terms with this? Yeah, so like in the episode where he learns to rebound, mm-hmm. um, you see him, you know, it, it flashes back to, um, God, what was her name? Uh, That's not who? good. Haruko. Haruko, yeah. It flashes back to her telling him, like, the rebound's the most important thing. If you control the board, you control the game. And he's like, yeah, yeah, control the game. And he goes for a rebound, and he does a great job. Um, mm-hmm. But then he's like, I need to keep doing this. And he just keeps rebounding to himself in a goofy way. <laughs> like, he doesn't get the ball in, because he can't. Right. He doesn't really learn anything. Yeah. It just shows, like, okay, 
we've seen him do one badly we've seen one do him we've seen him do one well and now from now on like he's perfect at rebounds yeah there's not enough there it like they show that he needs growth but they don't chart it they don't chart it well like it's it's a little uh, unfinished i think they i think that there's something they do a little bit better with uh, some other stuff that he does so like um i agree in general most of the stuff is like we don't have a good an, enough like points to connect that line of growth um they do well with like layup shots i think like he he works at it for a while he gets one and then he's still kind of shitty at him for a bit uh-huh and he doesn't really do him because he knows he's not that good at it like that's a little bit better but, yeah uh, even there it's not really it's not really like we're watching him kind of master the basics so much as learn them and then that means they're mastered i do like um in skills where it's established that he's not the best and will never be the best we get to see another character talk about the intricacies of it yeah that, i mean that's that's the thing that works really well in sports anime is the is that there's necessarily kind of these onlookers who can explain stuff for us yeah so first they show you something cool and then they tell you about why it was cool yeah I and love this, feeling that way. This is exactly what they do in Hunter x Hunter and, and a lot mm. of other shonen animes. Like, you know, this is the whole idea behind the samurai crossing swords and then the other dude's head falls off, right? Like, oh my gosh, I didn't even see. And then they do a, like a slow-mo rewind. The, they do this incredibly well in Hajime no Ippo and might be foremost in my mind as to why I love it so much. Because we mm-hmm. see the punches happening and we're aware that someone has the advantage, but we don't get why. And then the kind of pro will be like, did you see what just happened there? It's a weight differential. It didn't matter before, but as the fight wears on, he can store more energy in his body. I'm just like, oh, that's that's kind of that's kind of cool. Look <laughs> at his hands. He's taking more damage than anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. I, there's it's a it's another pacing thing. Yeah. You know, they they don't have their focus kind of kind of aligned. What do you think of the flashbacks? Um, because these were useful context if you hadn't seen a previous episode, but they do contribute to that slowing down because sometimes they'll go on for minutes. It kind of seems like patchwork, like a, like a Band-Aid that they slap over. Like Because they didn't show us learning along with Hanamichi, we have to justify that he now knows it. Mm-hmm. It felt like a Band-Aid solution. Well, it's not just him learning stuff. It's also other characters like... We get to see their backstories, so if oh, you got yeah. if you got two guys going up against each other, you'll see like, oh, years ago they were rivals, and then somewhere in the middle they got into an actual fight, and now like we have the context, but the immediacy of the moment is gone. Th- those ones I kind of like because it it, uh, it breaks away from the divine focus that a lot of anime tend to have on their main character. Like it builds mm. the it builds the supporting roles. Yeah, the context. Um, one of the thing, yeah, and one of the things I like really well about it in that uh, in that big basketball match that we that I think we both watched through is that you have the team leader on the other side and the team kind of high scorer guy on the other side. They're both pretty personalized, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it doesn't feel like us against an unknowable threat. It's like us against these dudes who are they're 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 living breathing people. Like this is not a this is not a match against yourself. It's you know it's it's. It's a yeah. little bit more after, textured than that. In that middle arc, after four or five episodes, I could name eight out of the ten players on the field and their specialties. Yeah, I love that guy with glasses. Oh, oh yeah. yeah I, don't, I, don't remember his, I don't remember his name. It's Shigure. cool that we just randomly found the same arc. Yeah, I, li- well, I literally I mean, clicked the number at random. 
I'll, I'll be real. I, I just kind of fast forwarded to the first big basketball game. Oh, okay. After after a while, so I think yeah. it was like episode like fourteen or something. Yeah. Um, you might have watched a different one, in fact, but I bet it follows a similar thing. Oh yeah, probably. Um, so in, in talking, the, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I just want to mention one more thing about the flashbacks. The fact that it is a sports anime and we get so many flashbacks at important moments, it feels almost like a highlight reel. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> like greatest That's hits funny, of though. this player giving... Com- so, you know, like, oh my god, it, it's the heavyweight. He's going in for his, his big fight. Uh, and you get to see this little highlight reel of, like, the biggest moments of his career. I, I like that. I doubt it was intentional <laughs> I'm, I'm probably reading too much into it but it really like it felt like a like an apt comparison yeah it, it could have been I, I think that's that, that's pretty funny uh, speaking of funny the fact that this is very kind of comedic at times I was wondering if you actually did enjoy the comedy when the comedy like, I think was it's the a focus little, when it's a little I, I think during a basketball game it really needs to pull back from that Agreed. But when it's not during a basketball game, when it's more like just high school shit, I think it's fine. Yeah, because it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Like, the dialogue's not inspired not at least as, as far as the translation came. But yeah, the timing and just like... And sort Hanamichi of is waiting so for one guy to <laughs> Waiting for one guy to realize like, oh shit, he's right behind me, isn't he? Like, that kind like, of humor. Like, Hanamichi's such a great character to set up these comedic moments when we're actually looking for comedy because of just how expressive he is. Like, he's always shouting or crying. And yeah, yeah. So, so like, an example of it is, like, when he challenges the captain of the base- basketball team to a one-on-one match, when he challenges, uh, what's-his-face? Mm-hmm. And everybody shows up to watch. He starts getting really emotional because it reminds him of a special moment with Haruka. <laughs> and uh, it prompts the basketball captain to get really weirded out. Like, why is he starting to cry for no reason? And then after he after he beats him, and Haruko says, "Like, that's my big brother." And then he just looks back and forth, like, "Big brother, big big brother, big brother." And then he yeah, starts referring it, to the captain as his big brother. He's like, "What the hell are you talking about? Don't talk. Don't call me your brother. It's so weird." Um, yeah, so I I like him as the focus for the humorous, like, not in the game. I want him to have his one moment of realization or growth during the game, and aside from that, he can pull back. Yep. Same here. Uh, let, shall we go into uh, animation? Uh, yeah, and, and bridging those two sections, I think the fact that the action takes forever and that things drag on is is probably the, the major drawback of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to. I'll cite a specific example of just how egregious this is. Mm-hmm. Um, a player swapping in, so we get a buildup in the music. The player stands up, maybe poses. There's three to five action shots, like people reacting to this. Some people acknowledge, "Oh, the swap is going to happen." We get a few people introspecting, like, "Oh, this. It all comes down to this. I hope you can trust me. You know that sort mm-hmm. of thing." And then finally, the swap doesn't actually end up happening. Yeah, uh, it's... Uh, I mean, like, I remember watching this one arc where the game was happening over, like, six episodes, and, like, the next to last episode is, like, only two ep- two minutes left. I'm like, okay, well, this better be the last one. And then I fast-forward, and the next episode is only one minute left. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like, mind. literally half a minute of real time is spent panning to different shots of people yelling, defense, defense. 
I, I don't mind that they're like including the audience in it. Like, I think that's an important part. I just need the actual act, action to continue happening a yeah. little bit faster. This, the like six or seven episodes for one game is really egregious. You know, you look at Yu Yu Hakusho, a fight takes an episode, a really hard Maybe one takes two. two, and then the final one takes three. And like, that is gold. That, that's a good ratio. That's a good mix. Yeah. Like even even uh, Hajime no Ippo has like uh, a boxing match take two episodes tops. And like, maybe I'm the championship watching, is three. I'm watching this and I'm like, I, I want to know what happens next. Like I was engaged, my my energy was up the whole time, but I wanted resolution and it took so long. Yeah, and the resolution that I want, which is Hanamichi kind of growing, is very very rare. Yeah, it's it's. They don't focus on it for how like, important it is. I want that self-realization, is. and that is so rare. Like, sometimes he succeeds, but it's kind of a side point. Like, yeah. We, I don't really care about him succeeding. I care about him recognizing what he needs to do and then like, doing it. Oh, if I am if I become a team player, the team will be better, and then I'll be better. Yeah, it never happens. Just learn that, and then learn it a couple more times, guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's, it's a little too slowly paced. Yeah. Um, however... Plus side, when the basketball sequences are good, they are very good. Yeah, so the like a lot of shonen, um, a lot of time in animation is spent making things more dramatic, and it's just it's interesting to see the same shorthands like those uh, you know key movements with the with the flashing lights in the background. Like it's neat to see the same ones in space battles as you do for high school sports. Yeah, that is cool, and it's also. Um kind of funny because all the really ridiculous stuff that you just shrug off in like a space anime um here becomes kind of nice surreal little bits of visual humor so mm-hmm. uh if hanamichi is trying to goaltend if he's like guarding the guarding the basket it shows him like jumping up and down in every direction at once just making yeah, yeah. this impenetrable screen of the motion blur <laughs> yeah and, and the guy in front of him is like, I, how, what do I do? <laughs> He's everywhere. He's got so much energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a, um, so so it's, this is based on a manga, and we've seen, you know, shows based on comic books before. And there is a specific type of panel-to-panel transition in manga that's that's more common. And it shows up here, too. Can you explain? So, uh, in, in American comics, a lot of the panels are spent going from one action to the next. You know, right. uh, uh, Superman punches the wall. Uh, this guy runs away. Superman runs back after him. That sort of thing. In mm-hmm. Japanese manga, a lot more panel transitions are showing the same event, the same snapshot in time from different perspectives. So. I, you know, I can't cite an example of that. So, so I can. So okay. <laughs> I can okay. and I will. Because <laughs> I'm super genius. <laughs> super genius sports commentator, manga artist. Basket man. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he try to call himself Basket Man a couple times? <laughs> yeah, he keeps on giving himself nicknames and it's like, why isn't anyone calling me this? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, not cool guy basketball, Basket Man. Uh, so... Uh, Someone can do a pass between another guy's legs and then, you know, go around him, catch it, and throw it. Mm -hmm. And what we see is a beam of light tracing the ball's path. We see a sneaker tensed up against the floor. We see a dive. And we just see, like, an arm motion, like, close up on the arm. And these, these are different shots all relaying the same action. 
Um, but it gives it a sort of, of kinetic sense of all the different parts in motion. Yeah. And it's something that you don't see in, in uh, American comics or, or American shows based on comics. Yeah, and th- those are those are my favorite parts. Like uh, when, when we see one person getting around another person and watching the animation bear it out in this really dynamic, cool way, like you, you feel it. You kind of feel the tension that you would have on a basketball court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and with the added like color filters and background moving lights uh it's it's given gravity something i really like is when they do those kind of beams of light tracing the ball's motion very often um the background will fade out it'll be entirely black the two characters and the ball and yeah they they draw focus on the on the moment yeah what a good way to distill what's going on and like to get rid of everything that's unnecessary we know that the the cord is there but for this moment it's two characters and the ball we know that there's a bunch of cheering fans because the show spends three good minutes just panning across them the prince yuki fan club is in full is in full regalia (laughs) standing on the sides yeah and then like ruata has a prince yuki fan club (laughs) I know. It's he's the, the same pretty boy. I don't like him. <laughs> I mean, he's actually fine. Like, I can't blame him for his fan club. He's he not Prince Yuki. He didn't ask for a show to be around him. Yeah. It's he's like, just trying to live his life and keep his nose to the grindstone. No, if people just leave him alone, he'd be fine. Yeah, it's, it's not fair that Carrot Top showed up and decided to play basketball. <laughs> you think I'm gonna, just going to stand around and let you get better than me? <laughs> like, who are you, sir? <laughs> I'm trying to play. <laughs> I have never met you. Yeah, he keeps on being like, who are you? Like, we've met. We're on the same team, asshole. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, another thing I wanted to say about animation is the character models, which is um, a thing that I'm seeing more in anime these days is uh, how variable they are with the scene. Okay. So uh, they, they, they follow the scene around, like uh, they follow the general tone of the scene and suit their, suit that mood. Um, specifically, and it's usually Hanamichi that does this, if it's ever kind of a low stakes or more cartoonish scene, he will kind of turn into like this grinning totem. <laughs> this weird like... Yeah, not quite chibi, but definitely not the, the realistic body proportions that are yeah. the norm. They, they turn all kind of gangly or doughy for comedy scenes. Yeah, flat And face. then ridiculously beefy when the action is on. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a One Punch Man thing. It's very much like a One Punch Man thing. Did you see a Dr. T? Or maybe T? like a Teen Titans. You know how they sometimes kind of chibesque? Yeah, yeah. They, they they have a chibi character called uh, Dr. T in this. I liked him. Did you Did you see him? I actually liked him, yeah. This a is great. A couple times. Because he's the, he shows up uh, when they need to explain something. He technical. shows up to teach me basketball <laughs> or like a strategy. Yeah, yeah. He's like this. Do you want to know more? Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Clippy. Yes, Doctor D. I wish there was one Doctor D an episode, but I, it is a little bit rarer than that. I love that he's wearing uh, jersey twenty three, and since the team's color scheme resembles the Chicago Bulls, he's supposed to be Michael Jordan, but he's like this short Asian guy <laughs> in a yeah. chibi form. I, I think that uh, it's pretty much Slam Dunk Crew is supposed to be. Uh, the Chicago Bulls, I think that's kind of canon. Yeah. It's really good based off of them. Yep. Uh, yeah. Do, do you have anything else for animation? You know, well, it's interesting. Um, just the, you know, you say that they sometimes go into these other forms, but when they are in the action, the height differences, because they all have 
like heights listed to the centimeter. They do. And it shows that. It, it shows that uh, distinction very well. So you see a short guy coming up against a tall guy like, oh, my God, he needs to make up for a jump of, of nine centimeters in this one. Like, I hadn't like, thought about that, but they do spend a lot of focus establishing how tall the characters are. Yeah, which, which, which makes would be sense. weird. This would be weird if it wasn't a basketball anime. Like in Hajime no Ippo, they talk about basketball. weight so much, right? They talk about weight classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Same, same idea. Um, I have another. I have another basketball fact related to that. So, uh, at the professional level, most male players are above six feet three inches or one point nine meters, and most women are above five foot seven inches or one point seven meters. I honestly thought you were going to say, "Did you know that most uh, professional basketball players are very tall?" <laughs> well, it turns out that Muggsy Bogues, the shortest professional basketball player ever, was five foot three inches. Yeah, yeah. As I learned in Space Jam. <laughs> yep. Historical documentary. Space Jam. It's canon. Uh, according to Patrick, uh, Barkley Shut Up and Jam Guiden, it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, if they had references to this in there. I, 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 I wouldn't need to watch cartoons anymore. Oh, you um, you said be, that you might be, be you might check out an episode of uh, Hokuto no Basket. Did you end up doing that? Uh, Kuroko no Basket. Kuroko no. You, you you started saying the Hokuto no Ken. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that basketball show where Kenshiro just. <laughs> <laughs> and each time he throws a basketball, <laughs> <laughs> like he's not allowed to do that, right? Like that's a good. <laughs> Are you gonna tell him no? <laughs> <laughs> Look at his scars. Uh, yeah, uh, this no, isn't I... a shirts versus skins game. <laughs> Short shirts versus scars. The basketball's pressure points are numerous and varied. <laughs> uh, I did not check out Hokuto no basket, no, or Kuroko no basket. Uh, okay, no, not, neither did I. No. I was going to, but then I like, I was trying to get to the end of one of the arcs in this show, and it just I ran up against the beginning of our recording. Yeah, no, I, I gotcha. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that I really am hurting for different sports anime of the same sport. Like, I think if I find yeah. one and I enjoy it enough, that's kind of all I want. And even then, like, I would be discerning about which sports I would like be if interested I was going in. To, yeah, if I was going to look at another sports anime, I would go look up a different sport. That's all. Yeah. Like even what, what other that sport I like, are... like boxing, I I know there's other boxing anime. I haven't really felt the need to look them out. What other sports anime have you seen? Or uh, I checked like, out I Shield no, 21, which is a football one, ooh. and is okay. Um, sure. You know, martial arts anime are something that I'm much more fluent with, and that's sort of a like a cousin to it. Um, yeah. But you know, of course, uh, boxing. Uh, Hajime no Ippo is kind of perfect marriage of the two. Um, let's see. I I think that's the... Those are the ones that I really checked out. Is just Shield 21 and uh, Slam Dunk. I haven't really seen any others. How about you? Uh, none that I've seen. I'm I'm aware of things like uh, Prince of Tennis, um, Hikaru mm-hmm. no Go, which is a Go-based game. Yeah. There's a great um, short video on YouTube, which is like, what if Tic-Tac-Toe was a martial, was like a, a sports anime? <laughs> oh, yeah, like a, like a, um, 
like a like a gritty reboot kind of fake yeah like, like, hey like arnold gritty reboot thing like you see the guy draw a circle and then just cut to a bunch of people like no it's impossible because <laughs> that's a solved game so like <laughs> they wouldn't even yeah you could probably wouldn't do one for chess no, that's, though. that's the point <laughs> like you could probably do one for chess i'm sure there's one for chess there's a musical for chess yeah well um yeah, yeah i uh what, what was i gonna say well, we can transition into the audio talking about the intensity of the of the basketball matches. Uh, hang on, I want to see if I can remember what I was about to say. We're talking about sports anime. I asked you if you had seen other sports anime. This is some good cast that we're that we're doing right here. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh well. Um, yeah, let, let's transition into audio. Yeah. So the um, during the games, there's this uh, rock groove heavy on the bass lots of synth yeah there these um these numbers are mostly pretty upbeat or funky yeah they're not they're not really pigeonholed into that tone though like it's a pre when it's not the basketball game there's a pretty eclectic range of moods that get covered Mm -hmm. and it's just like classical plus guitar and bass like there's not really a lot else yeah but during during the game themselves there's i you know a lot of times i didn't notice the music but when i did it wasn't just a really cool riff. It was a new, really cool riff. Yeah, I, I had trouble uh, recognizing the same riff twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's really good at like transitions, which uh, this which show does numerous ones. So like you know, <laughs> going from serious to goofy and back again. So having those transitions be kind of clean with the audio is is significant. Yeah, It'll definitely. Go from dramatic to bouncy without missing a beat. Someone, it feels like someone put a lot of effort into making sure particular tracks fit a particular mood. Yeah, like they were given, hey, here's, you know, here's the episode, and they're like, oh my god, why do they keep going back and forth between comedic and serious and flashback and action? And it's like, I guess I'll, I'll do my best. Yeah. <laughs> um, like when Hanami like, meets like Kaede, the structure's the problem there. The structure is the problem, and the music is working around it as best it can. Yeah. Like, when Hanamichi meets Kaeda for the first time, uh, and goes from angry to incredulous, that is accompanied by, like, going from kind of hard-thumping bass into, like, you know, kind of goofy, like, uh, kind of kind of goofier music. And I'll see if I can uh-huh. find uh, something to kind of, kind of yeah, please inject, uh, show that. Inject as you can. Yeah. And I can empathize with how hard of a job that is, knowing... You know when to put in particular themes in a in a work. Yeah, like I, I was I was also very impressed by the sound effects. Um, I think they're really mm-hmm. necessary to pull off the sense of motion, and that it just nails it. Can Can you cite specific examples? Uh, like the squeak of shoes as somebody's turning in place. That's a good one. Um, just the sound of a basketball moving from place to place, like the sound of somebody catching a basketball versus it hitting the floor, is different. Yeah, very different. And whenever the basketball hits the floor, you you hear dribbling. It's got this really, like it's really got this really solid echo to it. Like it, and I like how it does that because it's sort of putting all of the fans and the cheering and the shouting to the back. And we want to be invested into this game. We want to be focused on the game. So having the game sound effects louder than everything else is really good. ちょうど 2年前 
インターハイ県予選湘北対阿波戸工業戦デュエーズ小さく囲め<笑>おシャニムニシュートに行くな無茶だ<笑>よっしゃーいいぞ<笑>パスがさばければな周りにいい選手がいれば強くなるのに。It's even better than that. It puts you in the moment because when, you know, most people don't play basketball in front of a bunch of fans, they play it in an empty auditorium where you will hear that echo. Sometimes they go into an empty auditorium and their voices echo. It's, it's really nice. That's pretty good. A lot, a lot of care there. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> it's not uniform.、Uh, sometimes the volume is not particularly mixed very well at all. Hmm. So、uh, it'll kick up the music and make it really hard to hear what everybody is saying underneath it. This might have been an issue with the dub. I didn't have much, prob-、uh, much trouble with the sub.、Uh, um, that, that would surprise me, though. Because、like, uh, they wouldn't change the music for the dub. So the、right. music would probably be the same volume. No, I, I, I don't know how dubbing works. So it would just be like the, the vocals. And the vocals felt appropriate everywhere else. I, I remember、know. when I watched、uh, the first episode of the dub and like three characters talking overlapped each other and the music was too loud. It was, it was really bizarre. Yeah.、Uh, and, and it's not as big of an issue during the games、mm-hmm. because we're not listening to people talking until it gets like panned out and talk to like a coach looking at the action. But if we're hearing dribbling and hearing music, talking isn't going on. And that's、right. fine. Yeah. And it does that. Man, I、uh, love the dribbling. <laughs> that was great. <laughs>、um, and,、uh, you know, when he's in his own romantic、uh, headspace, you get that classic sort、he's、of. He's in、uh, his boner、uh, trance. Yeah, his boner trance. You get boner trance music. <laughs> yeah, which everybody knows what that is. <laughs> I, I kept getting flashbacks to the,、um, you know, calm talking it out of Fruits Basket. In, in what way? You know, the like. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, the secrets melody or whatever? Yeah. Ooh, Fruits Basketball. There's something there. Oh, no, there isn't, Zane. <laughs> <laughs> Alternate intro. Ah,、uh, hard, hard, hard no on that one, Zane. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that. uh...、Mm, nope. Lost it. Me too.、Uh, do you want to talk about the intro? <laughs> This is, once again, too long. Yeah, a、um, little bit. It's, it's a little 80s. It's, It's、like、very a montage, 80s. Montage intro? Yeah, they're on a fucking beach. <laughs> they're, the, they're Baywatching it up. It's crazy. The words of it and the like, shots that they choose of, of a lot of Hanamichi and、uh, Haruko,、mm-hmm. it shows like, the only two things that are important in this world are basketball and high school romance. Well, <laughs> and、yeah. it just digs in hard. And, and the lyrics、that's、are all about the romance、me. angle. Yeah, that's what the show teaches me. What's the problem? Well, As, if, are, are, you can't blame this for false advertising. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it suits the show.、Uh, it, and I think that that musical choice for both the intro and for the basketball seems very good. Very good choice. Like, very good. I want that genre of music to accompany my basketball. Basketball is not known as a terribly like, 
Um, it's not really like a, a hugely new or innovative sport. Like it's kind of got it's it's kind of got a it's classic feel. It's yeah. established, so you want something that's high energy and pushes forward, but something that's not super crazy. So like hard rock with like really good baseline is pretty. I, I, I think just it, found it, it hits it quite quite good. I agree. Um, I I found it a little odd that the focus in the intro and the outro are uh, more the romance angle when that's not what is focused on in the show. Yeah, I like. I think that did more than anything in the show to make me think like, oh, these two characters are going to end up together. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what to. I don't know what to say about it. Maybe they. Uh, maybe the people who were making the intro um, didn't weren't the people who like read the entire manga or like worked on the manga maybe like they only because like the first Could have been an advertising 15 thing. episodes or so it does feel like they're in equal parts maybe mm-hmm. not equal parts but like a little bit more even um i like that they put a karaoke sing-along track at the top yeah they do that for a lot of anime though i, that's, that's I haven't seen it that much unique. no it happens hmm. pretty sure i mean they might show the words i'm not used to seeing the like fill in the words with a different color as they sing it mm, Ipo does it Ipo durarara uh maybe just ones i haven't seen that much bacano does it does it no there's no words in bacano <laughs> not in the intro no they say something in there in that middle no, they bit. don't they say something in the middle they don't oh uh, like with the but that's like for the next uh, the last episode was this kind of thing um, listen to it again. I think you'll find. <laughs> I bet I won't. But yeah. Well, then I'm going to headbutt you. All right. Well, I mean, that's appropriate. <laughs> that is appropriate. a legitimate solution that has no negative consequences. We haven't really focused on it, but he is pretty much just Kuwabara. I, how could you not focus on it? I mean, like, we just haven't been talking about it. I like the hair. I, I think that that's weird, but I like this hairstyle, this kind of... And this is the delinquent culture, right? Having like the sides, come, like this quaff, come forward with like that's Yusuke's hair. <laughs> they just put his hair on Kuwabara's body and called it a day. But they have Kuwabara's hair with in other characters. Yeah, it's so like it's it's nice and prominent. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I uh, didn't like about the show is that it is solely at school. Like, yeah, I, I think I would have enjoyed a couple more scenes, a couple of scenes with like home life. Yeah, there's no home life. I do see a, a few scuffles in, like, the scrapyard, like, gang fighting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it is mostly focused on... I don't know um, anything about his family, you know? I don't know anything oh, about, like, no. his, he is his a night cipher. routine. What's that? He is a cipher. I have no idea. A cipher? Yeah, like a blank slate. Uh, like, you only know him in the That's not what a cipher con- is, Aiden. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. It has multiple meanings. <laughs> Um, this yeah. is, then this is what the Matrix is all about. Neo was Everybody one, now. Cypher was zero. What are you talking about? It's binary. Oh, you are impenetrable. It's like a yin and, yin and yang kind of thing. You're just saying words now. <laughs> You're just saying t- things that there are two of. It's the right hand, not knowing what the left hand is saying. <laughs> yeah, you know, you sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the moon and the sun in the eternal pursuit. <laughs> Funny thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
Uh, other other anime I think do a better job of it. In iShield 21, we kind of get like these nice chase scenes kind of all over the city because mm-hmm. a big thing about that is how the main character is kind of being bullied constantly. Okay. And it's also something that happens really to really well effect, a good effect in like uh, Kenichi, World's Greatest Disciple, which also has kind of that home time, training time, and then game time or, you know, fight time rhythm to it. Yeah. And uh, Hajime no Ippo also has a lot of scenes at home where we kind of get the fabric of his home life. And I think it adds something to those characters that, that these characters lack a bit. They're they're um, just school characters. They're just, They're flatter. Know, it also there's just a dimension like, missing. I mean, in, in a sort of meta way, you can kind of read it into, like, there's they're focused so hard on school, and they're not really concerned with everything else. Oh, yeah, yeah. How many characters are like, this is what I've done all my life. I have ignored everything else. Like, the one guy who's like, my hobby is, yeah, I guess sleeping. Yeah, because he, he's training all night, and that's all he knows. Yeah, yeah it, it's a little. I don't know. It it works in that way, I guess. Like if we are going to focus on basketball, if that is going to be our sport, then very well. I would have liked to see a little bit more, especially since they personalize the characters pretty well. Like I think these are good like personalities. Like I might not like Kaede, but he's definitely an archetype. He definitely balances out the show. Like you, you kind of need him, or at least yeah. someone like him. Yeah, and I like Takanori a whole lot, so, you know. There was one scene where uh, Takanori and Haruko are chilling in his room, and she's talking about uh, Hanamichi, and uh, Takanori is, like, lifting weights while she's talking to him. Like, this is their this is their routine, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he's got basketball posters all over his room. His room is really minimalist. It's nice and neat. I love that. There's a lot um, there. No, I love that scene. Yeah. You learn a whole lot about their kind of, they're very close. They're close enough that they don't just, like, keep their sibling out, you know? There's and she, tenderness there. And she tells him, like, oh, yeah, this Sakuragi guy, like, he jumped so high, his head hit the backboard. He's like, oh, maybe I'll give him a chance. And that's why he doesn't immediately just, like, dismiss the guy. Yeah, there's a trust there. Like, uh, and you learn a lot from that one scene that you just don't get with all the pratfalling bullshit that's yeah, going on in so many of the other scenes. It's few and far between. Yep. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, the show has a lot of elements that I enjoyed, but it kind of just wasn't the right mix for me. I, yeah, it, it it was more of a diamond in the rough for me. I definitely like it. I, I really enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the pacing killed it a bit, and uh, the character's not, not necessarily as fleshed and just uh, not focusing on what makes it good. So, you know, I'm... I'm I'm glad it was very popular. It's clearly informed a lot of more modern design things, but, uh, you know, being spoiled by some of the the ones that get it cleaner and more polished, it, it's harder to go back. Agreed. And I think I'm a little spoiled for choice, you know, because I have seen so many of the, or a couple of the ones that are a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, Ben-friendly. <laughs> Ben-ly. ben One more thing I kind of wanted to mention is that uh, a sports anime that does make it over here is a little bit stratified um, in that some of it is very sports-focused and some of it's very drama-focused. And uh, the drama-focused stuff is kind of getting a lot of appeal these days with uh, things like Free and and, uh, I think uh, Yuri on Ice are two examples that kind of really play that drama and relationship aspect up. Yeah, there's two different ways to handle this genre, and uh, 
you know, maybe maybe we just caught one that was, you know, sort of in the middle. Yeah, which I would have preferred to, you know, something that is totally relationship driven. I, if I, Weirdly enough, given how kind of sports apathetic I am, I would rather watch people playing the sport in a sports anime. Because that's what I've seen done well. And I've just seen relationship and drama stuff done other places better. I can see you getting something from using the framework of a sports club to kind of hold everything together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just doesn't sell it that much to me. So I would rather just focus on the sport. I think it's a matter of where you spend your focus. If, if you know, time-wise, each part of the show is taking up 50%, they both got to be pretty good. Yeah, and they are both pretty good. They're just not the not what I would... If I had my druthers, it'd be... I would be focusing on one rather than the other. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm particular on, uh, you know, one to the next. You know, did it do well for what it was trying to do? Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that this... It, it makes a sense why uh, this was as popular as it was. I think it's pretty good. I think it uh, just isn't quite for me. But, mm. you know, generally thumbs up. Yeah, th- thumbs up for me as well. Um, and I'm not sure yet if I actually want to go back and, and keep watching more because I didn't finish that intro arc sort of thing because I jumped ahead and then got kind of lost in a seven-episode-long battle. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I, I might pick it up again. But first, mm-hmm. I want to get a head start uh, watching our next show. Yeah, so what are we watching next, Zane? We are going to watch The Weekenders, which... Uh, does focus on only one thing and it's uh you know character relationships and uh how to best enjoy the weekend yes <laughs> that that eternal dilemma <laughs> right um so yeah no i'm really looking forward to that because that is a show which uh, uh as far as my memory is concerned does that interpersonal connection and, and more fleshed out characters really well yeah even if there's a an extreme dearth of basketball relative to this one. Yeah, that's going to rub me the wrong way. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm going to be able to do about that. <laughs> if, if you, during the next episode, if you just hear me dribbling the entire time, just, you know, that's just the show now. That's you got to wean yourself off of that. <laughs> you can't go cold turkey on basketball. <laughs> You'll kill yeah. yourself. It's like the... the... The, like the fervor with which everybody approaches the sport of basketball in the bat in this in this anime makes it start to seem a little bit like a substance abuse. Yeah, like it's like, more important than it actually is. Well, it makes it seem like people are addicted to it. You zoom in on their bloodstream, and it's just little basketballs. <laughs> it, like a, I mean, that's a thing with uh, people who. Uh, work that's out a lot. thing. Are you sure? <laughs> well, no. Like I mean, uh, the 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 kind of addiction aspect to physical exertion. Like mm. uh, I know that some people. Um, who start to get into kind of a bodybuilding or working out routine feel um, feel like this, you know, addiction aspect to it, which is not inherently detrimental. It just means that, you know, you get them do- dopamine squirts when you go to the gym. I mean, I, if I, I could see that, that happening for a sport. Yeah. I, if, if I could, I would. Yeah. As it stands, food is delicious. <laughs> you know? Uh cartoons yeah <laughs> oh cartoons yeah that's my addiction yeah there you go yeah that's right uh, cartoons and uh binding of isaac oh yeah <laughs> no i <laughs> i've been playing a lot of i got back into adam oh cool have you gotten very far i keep getting the same distance yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. All right. Well, uh, anyway, after that, I thought it would be good to go back to the Warner Brothers. Uh, I don't think we've done with them in quite some time. Uh, WB. Yeah. Have have we done them in a in a while? Like I know we did Tiny Toon Adventures a long time ago. Yeah, I, let me, I could take a look at a list of of different things, but uh, uh, I thought I thought that it would be good to do Animaniacs. Oh boy! Yeah, that's a that's a big that's a tall order. That's a heavy hitter. Well, we haven't had many heavy hitters lately, and you're throwing us Weekenders, which is kind of a kind of a a, a cult classic, or not really cult classic, but just more of a unique little oddity. It's a smaller else. cult, and therefore a more cultish cult than the cult of Animaniacs. Yeah, the hipsters of cults. And, yeah, there's uh, like an inverse ratio there. Conservation <laughs> of cultishness. <laughs> yep. Like, it increases as you hit, like, 50, and then goes down. Yeah, I don't know what you're saying anymore, so I'm just going to continue. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but yeah, the Animaniacs, I mean... <laughs> huh. Huh. I, I think that Animaniacs would be a good one to do. I suspect that there will be parts of because i i've watched a little bit of animaniacs not too long ago uh maybe a few months no um and there are parts of it which are really good but there's there's a surprising amount of chaff for how much it's revered yeah i I think i'm looking forward to the kind of sketch comedy aspect of it but uh we'll be generally disinterested in in a lot of the ren and stimpy type humor there's different like sketches within it you know we mm-hmm. we looked at this with kablam how there was a wide disparity in the um in the like qual- the quality. quality yeah so you know i think we should be prepared to talk about any of them but i certainly will avoid certain ones that i'm not a huge fan of oh like uh like like we're definitely going to be talking about all the all the who but the good fellows rip off yeah uh, the pigeons what don't get no respect man i love it it's so good <laughs> that's really what i'm wanting to watch here if, yeah. In case it wasn't obvious, I, I might go back and watch uh, Wacko's Wish, which has been a, a lifetime favorite for me. Yeah, I, I had really, I have really strong and good memories of that, uh, of that whole, of that movie. So uh, maybe, maybe yeah. I like the cast of characters a lot, though. Like in general, I think that maybe it's not quite a Tiny Toon Adventures in terms of quality, but uh, there's a good, there's some good stuff there. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about. Professor Scratch and Sniff. <laughs> Don't worry about cool. it. Cool. Yeah. And if you're a maniac about animation, um, you should <laughs> uh, write into us. Go ahead Let us and know. Uh, go, to, go to the cartoncast.com. If you want to suggest a show or tell us what you thought about any of our episodes, you can go to our Facebook page um, and leave a, leave a comment for us. Um, if you'd like to uh, come on show or just say anything about uh, some of your favorite cartoons. And, ben, uh, I, th- I think that I am the Hanamichi of this podcast because I can, I can do that segue uh, like I can catch that rebound for you, but I simply cannot do that. Like, <laughs> hey, check us out on the web thing. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know. what it is. Yeah, I, I don't know quite either. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's fine though, like because you are the person who like I couldn't do the production history. Like, even if I had if I had everything in front of me, I would just butcher it. I would get distracted and try to make basketball jokes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you. So go to our website, go to the Facebook page. Um, if you uh, want to go ahead and give us a rating or review on iTunes, that helps out a lot. And more than anything else, just tell your friends about the show. Yeah, that would be a real slam dunk. Yes. Uh, ben, did you think that the, the uh, type font of slam dunk looked a lot like the font used in Earthbound? I, I think it was the genius of type fonts. 
<laughs> Super genius. That's why it was never used again. <laughs> <laughs>